It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skay every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the Tuesday KVJ After the Show podcast. How's your armpits feeling there, bird? We are not feeling great. Yeah, <laughs> I know people don't like to hear about the the ailments, but mm. we are pretty screwed in our armpit department right now. We both can't believe how badly we still are in pain. <laughs> yeah, I know it's going to be rough. That was a rough one. It's always yeah. the ones you don't think is going to be that bad. I, I respected that. Y'all went pretty big on that. Smeared that icy hot all throughout your armpit. And well, we got these motherfuckers. No, I ain't losing my edge. <laughs> <laughs> Hard AF. That's right. I uh, got uh, some comments about uh, some do-it-bitch-punishments. Ashley had said, I was catching up on the YouTube shorts. I saw the garage sale pricing video you did at Jaybird's house. That weird monster lizard hand that Kevin put on, it should have been worn by the losing show member for 24-hour punishment. Non-dominant <laughs> hand, of course. I think it was left hand, if I remember right. Monster hand. Yeah. That. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, that that would be very inconvenient, no doubt. Um, also, Ellie had sent this in. There is a tea called a hainho, I believe. It needs to be made with loose tea leaves. It's a gnarly, gross taste, but I suppose it'd be good for you. So I don't know. I don't know what uh, product of the earth, uh, whatever it is. Looks so, disgusting. Yeah, it does. Could be rough. Yeah, we'd had that. Remember, we had that one Brazilian tea, uh, yerba, mata, or something. Yes, like it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, they were selling it like, no, it's supposed to taste like dirt. You're like, <laughs> but, but you're gonna love it. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. It's like a trendy dirt because. Lionel Messi was drinking it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and then he pulled his hamstring. So if you drink it, you pull your hamstring. Uh-huh. <laughs> we all drank it, and then we were like, why did we do that? <laughs> yeah. Don't know if you care. Steph uh, was listening to the podcast on Friday when you're talking about uh, giving out your gorilla. She said, I'm in New York, so I can't pick it up. But I Googled Jaybird Street and picked out his house. Did yeah. someone get your gorilla? Absolutely. So, uh, people were taking pictures with it, and oh. someone went to go take a picture with it, and it was already gone by like 7.30. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows. I, it, it looks, it's easy to find. Just don't. Yeah. Just hashtag be cool. Right. Because if not, I have been upping up my YouTube karate. Bring it on, motherfucker. You getting squirrely. Wow. Dead by Easter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just make it quick. <laughs> And uh, Carlos said, Jaybird, I heard you have a snake loose in your house. You need to look where there's warmth, like the back of appliances. When my snake would get loose, it would usually hide behind the refrigerator or in the stove. Oh, cool. Or by your broken dryer. Yeah, it just, yeah. I'm sure people can relate right now. It's just like a trifecta of shit that's falling apart at my house car all within like one week yeah. and, then, and then there's a snake in your house mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i could see that being something <laughs> well we did a raise your hand poll right at the tail end of the regular show here today now it's time for the stories 80 percent of kbj has been called out for swearing in public I don't remember being called out for it. I'm the only one that didn't raise their hand. Uh, Virginia, you said you and Rocco. Oh, definitely. Okay. 
Bird, you've been called out for swearing in public? I was. I was a baseball coach for a high school all-star team. And they were from the ages of 14 to 18. Okay. And I got to say, the, every kid on that team would have gone through a wall for me and vice versa. We were a very close-knit group of it, – it was an awesome experience. Yeah. So we'd do a post-team meeting, and I'd go over the notes of the things that we need to work on and the things that were awesome. And when, when things were awesome, I would go on – Kevin fucking Ralston, this son of a bitch knows how to play the game hard. He's got a fucking heart like a lion. That's how you play the game right there, boys. And they, maybe some people from the Palm Beach Gardens High School heard about that and heard me. Uh, like, well, Jason's swearing a lot in front of the kids. Oh, yeah. And I had a talking to, but yeah. the talking to said, you know what? You're winning because I keep doing it. Yeah, that's it. They, re- they responded to it. I'm sure yeah. the parents hated it. Well, that's but one I, thing. I wasn't going, you dick face, you're an ass. If right, I was swearing, right, it was yeah. usually a positive uh, encouragement. There is a lot of swearing that happens in sports, especially from coaches. And I think part of it is you say a word like that, it's it kind of shocks you into paying attention. And that's part of it. It motivates you. They found that you know swear words used the right place in the right way does seem to increase your intensity level. And that's what you need in sports. So you do hear it a good bit. Ever cried on your way to work? Jaber was the only one to raise her hand. Yeah, it was about Chewy. Okay. Aww. Yeah, I got you. Well, it was because he died. It was our first, I think, show back on the new year. I just bought my house, mm. and it was the, he was the last thing that I moved, and then he died, you know, hours later. He didn't like the house. They say that if you, like, move an aging, like, pet that's already got one paw mm. in the grave, yeah. and then they have to acclimate to a new place, mm-hmm. they just say, fuck it. So you're saying Jason killed his dog? Yeah, I, I she talks a lot about th- she, she has no idea what she's mm-hmm. talking about. Okay. And I actually heard the opposite that mm-hmm. Chewy was pretty much he knew that there was one more final mission that he had to do, and yeah. he he Get got there. he got me. Mm-hmm. To, I'd rather look at that that than the fact that Chewy's buds on my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, you had to move. You had already signed the paperwork. Yeah, but I remember coming into work going, yeah. oh, my God, how the fuck am I going to talk about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough. That was a that tough is. one. No, that, that, I'm telling you, the way you fall for dogs, man. Yeah. I, I've definitely cried the most on the show. I cried when my mom died. I cried when mm-hmm. Ann died. I cried at the Billy Joel song. I, <laughs> I cried when Chewie <laughs> died. Yeah. I'm a little pussy. I <laughs> oh. <laughs> just did. You're not. Nothing wrong with that. You're just a you're a man that's in oh, touch with his emotions. Who gives a fuck? Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Cr- if you ain't crying or yelling at your wife, not you. I'm just saying. Everyone's got something. <laughs> Kevin ain't yelling at his wife. Not, I, not him. I wasn't talking about no, Kevin. There might no. be other men that yell at their wife. No. no I'm just saying everyone's got a little emotional thing about them. Mm-hmm. If they were honest. Virginia's the only one that raised her hand for having hemorrhoids. Yeah, I've got a picture of mine in my I'm purse sure you if you want to see. To go along with your poly- so, now we're good. Mine are internal, and mm. when I was pregnant, they were external. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'd rather talk about my dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, than talking about Virginia's yeah. ass again? Yeah. yeah. A lot of gross things going on in there. Stop trying to ruin asses for me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever woken up next to a random body of water? Jaybird and Denny's both raised their hands. That was the 40%. Yeah. Okay. Bender, I don't want to tell you. I, 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 was, I was drinking and yeah. woke up next to the C-18 canal. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the nicer ones, though. It's in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how I didn't get eaten by a moccasin 
a gator oh, yeah. or an axe. Right. <laughs> Do you know what the C-18 is? I know what you're talking Out about. Out in the beeline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You shouldn't be alive for so many reasons. I, I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and go, oh, shit, I'm in a situation. <laughs> I am in a situation. <laughs> and uh, the only person that's had a naughty dream about a family member, Jaybird. I don't want to keep repeating stories over here, but you know, mm-hmm. you guys are the one when you me and, and my brother. brother were kidnapped by mm-hmm. these soldiers from another country. Yeah. And they put us in jail together. Then they made us have sex with each other. Yeah. And no, I did not like it. And yes, it was a long dream. You were the bottom? I, th- I think it was both, honestly. Oh, okay. You switched it up. That's good. <laughs> they, they, let's say, if you want to eat, if you want to eat. Were you a power bottom or just a bottom? I mean, if look, with my brother and his size, I think I'm just, he's going to be a power no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to want to give a little something. I could see that. Curious uh, what you think of this story. Florida lawmakers are taking steps toward imposing limits on the amount of THC in pot products. They could be putting recreational marijuana on the ballot for people age 21 and older starting in November. And this law is getting ready for that possible moment. It would set THC caps at 30% for all types of marijuana products sold for non-medical use. It would also limit THC in all other forms of marijuana except edibles at 60%. Edibles would be capped at 10 milligrams of THC for each single serving portion. And they say the vast majority of smokable flower products currently sold by the medical marijuana operators have less than 30%. Is this a problem? I don't even know what these numbers mean, Jaber. Does it mean anything to you? I mean, all, does that seem all, right, normal? All I know is this. There's somebody currently at every second of the day working on making weed stronger and more mm. potent. That's what I mean. They're to the point where it's going to be, oh, yeah, it's still legal, but they're always pushing the envelope. And so I think this is what they're doing. They're saying, okay, if we're going to have to compromise, we at least want to make sure that it's not so freaking out of control. Yes, because there are some pot strengths that are way more stronger than others. Yeah. Now, one person is saying, yeah, but if you do that, then people will just go find the stronger stuff on the illicit market, which well, is what we don't want. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. And, <laughs> and men aren't going to look at women's boobs and that bras on when they yeah. go out. <laughs> so. It's going to always be that way. It's, mm-hmm. You're going to always find somebody that's going to try to go bigger, stronger, faster. Harder, okay. and they'll probably end up doing it. Yeah, and it, yeah, you're right. If it's not, if you can't get it legally, you'll be able to get it from legal in Florida. Yeah, you're connected <laughs> up in Port St. Lucie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that might be one of the things. So looks, uh, it, it is starting to look like uh, it, it could be legit on the ballot, and by this time next year, we may be talking about recreational marijuana. Boy, have I heard this story before. The blue ball. It's never been closer, though. It's never been closer. Uh, They're throwing a Hail Mary. uh, Ashley Moody, who um, is the one, or she, uh, secretary or something or other. She keeps trying this little thing. She's like, it's not clear, the language. And so that's what they're hearing in front of the Supreme Court. But I'm like, dude, I understand it. What do you think? I'm fucking stupid. That's that's their, (laughs) I mean, that's their little caveat to try to anything they don't want 
to let people in Florida vote on. They're like, no, it's going to confuse people. You can't put it on the ballot that way. And so the Supreme Court of Florida has to rule on if the language is clear. And I read it. I'm like, how do you not? What kind of moron wouldn't understand that? Why do you need to make it like this? Do you want to smoke pot? Check yes. Right. If you are against it, check no. It's about that. Make it that simple. Yeah, right. <laughs> the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about the will of the people. People want to give it. Give the people what they want. Uh, yeah. Well, so I, I just some people can control how they live, and some people can't. Yeah, and, if and you that's can't, life. You can't admit you get arrested. You get arrested. Exactly. Right. Thank you. <laughs> you got a chance. We'll give it to you. Don't don't fuck me over because you can't handle your shit. You act a fool. <laughs> right. Not my fault. I'm good. I did see a article about Elon Musk. They allege that he creates a culture of peer pressure among friends and associates, encouraging them to use drugs with him. This is coming from current and former directors and board members of Tesla and SpaceX. They reportedly use drugs with Elon Musk out of fear of losing wealth and social status. Oh, gee, Elon Musk takes a bunch of drugs like... We're going to make a space fleet. Yep, let's do it. Spaceships, guys. Right. This is some good drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Concerns have been raised about Musk's security clearance and potential impact on SpaceX's government contracts, but NASA has no evidence of noncompliance. Keep in mind, too, old Muskie is a polarizing and now political figure. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they're going after him for that reason. It says anytime we talk about him, that guy's the fucking best. That guy's the worst. It's so polarizing. (laughs) I did see that 8% of Americans said that right now they would take that brain chip that he has from Neuralink. 8%? 8% right now. 8% of people like, yeah, I'd do it. You know who said he'd do it? Joe Exotic said, if y'all let me out of prison, you can brain chip me. He'll do anything to get out of prison. And that is the (laughs) best thing and reason why you should not do it. I mean, if anything Joe Exotic is really passionate about getting into, I would run the other way. He's just passionate about getting out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He'll do anything. Anything. Which I guess I would, too, if I was looking at his time. I don't think Joe's getting out. I don't think he's getting out anytime soon. I'm not sure he's that good of a person, either. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with you. I think he was uh, doing shady, shady stuff. I'm not team Carol Baskin yeah. by any means. Carol's <laughs> shady, too. Carol fed her husband to tigers, but I think Joe Exotic just shot tigers in the head if they weren't performing. It's like sometimes when Kevin has a scenario and I go, well, they're both kind of annoying in this scenario. Yeah, they're both bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think she just did a better job of hiding it and you could never figure out. Well, it's hard to find a man when he's in a t- tiger's belly. You're right about yeah. that. Boy, talk about uh, this scenario. Somebody just uh, texted in. They said, my friend had a naughty dream about her dad. Yeah, what? It's, it's not like you want to have sex with your dad. It's There's other stuff working out in your brain. She was so disturbed that she went to a therapist. And the therapist told her that it was not that uncommon, and it was just a sign that they have a very close relationship. It, it's not uncommon. A, a, lot, a lot of the fucked up thoughts sometimes people have they're afraid to talk about, but they're more common than you think. People are afraid to look crazy for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Some people don't give a shit. <laughs> I would be falling in that. I'm kind of like a low-budget, uh, what's the guy, Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Chip me.
And when you're the low-budget version of Joe Exotic, that's some problems. Whatever. You're out and about. That is true. I'm a, I'm a free man. <laughs> you're a free man. You can take endorsements and go to the beach. He cannot. Mike in the chat said, did she finish? <laughs> I don't know. Didn't include that. And the dream. Yeah, but oh. it, believe it or not. Oh. 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 I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah. Oh. Nocturnal emission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have a wet dream to your dad, that's different. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> believe it or not, it's really not. I know I'm going to set your get emails going, Bert sounds like a pervert. It is way more common than people mm. realize. We've all had wet dreams to the juicy daddy, but he's not my dad. I tossed off to him twice last night. <laughs> if you can't beat him, Kev, you join him. Okay. <laughs> A <laughs> couple of emails commenting on the lovely couple we had on today from the acreage, their three-month-old baby. It's kind of our KBJ court for the day where he doesn't want to get the baby's ears pierced, and she does because it's so cute. Uh, Melissa said, I had my ears pierced when I was about five, and I jumped when the second ear was done, and now one is higher than the other. Yeah, that happens. She said, I had four girls, and I got all their ears pierced when they were babies around six months. Better to do it then. And now they do it smart. So they have two guns going at once. Back okay. in my day, they did one ear at a time, and that was just not the way to do it. Now they do them both at the same time. Bam, you're done. Mm-hmm. And Brett said, um, let them know that if they want to pierce their baby's ears, Z Jewelers and Boca, they have some patented machine that is painless. There are multiple videos online and confirmation from parents who took our six-year-old last weekend, and there was virtually no pain, no crying. Wow. I was hoping they were going to say, um, none of the babies complained. I'm like, oh, the, the, the three-month-old baby didn't say anything. What's it called? Z Jewelers? Yeah, in Javoka. Huh. Z Jewelers in Boca. Well, there you go. That's a good compromise then if it's going to be pain-free. And that's what the dad was worried about. He didn't want it to hurt his little baby, Elin. I, mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I just want people to be honest with why they're doing it. They, they're doing it for themselves as an adult. The baby don't give a shit if its ears are pierced or not. Mm-hmm. And that's all I always say. I've heard people, no, no, the baby loves it. She, she, it no, your baby, <laughs> baby does not know. give a shit if it's got earrings in its ear. Yeah. But it does look so cute. <laughs> so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing that Florida legislatures, boy, they have, they have a busy week, actually. They're doing a lot of stuff now. You got uh, weed. Uh, they got also the social media thing. And we were talking about that earlier, the ban on those 16 and younger in Florida from using social media. Which that's uh, uh, kind of a Carreza concept. That, that's com- that's completely. They can't do it at all. Uh, that's not just an at school thing. Technically, if you were at yeah. home on Facebook or TikTok, you can get in trouble with that. Yeah, that's the. How on earth are you going to? F- yeah, I, I don't know. It it, it does seem kind of crazy in concept to me as well. How they're going to police it? I know there's going to be fines. 50000 for the platform per occasion, and then the parents could jump in and sue for another ten k if their kid does get on the platform, so it would put it on them to make sure that the kids are not accessing it. Only way I can think of it is, and I'm not smart like that, but just through a, a digital footprint, they may be able to all of a sudden, if you've got Rocco on a site, and they'll be able to go ahead see what's going on God, this kid's nine years old this kid's 10 years old you're able to go and look look at data and they're, they're probably going to be able to figure out a way of you know 
finding the data they need to say, all right, this clearly is a kid on social media. But then they'd have to investigate that. It seems like a lot of legwork. Doesn't it? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem like uh, a lot would go into it. Someone's going to write you a very long, smart email about how they're going to do it, and we're not going to understand it. Well, one text from the 772 says, as it's written now, everybody in Florida who wants to use social media will have to provide an ID to a third-party company. So this isn't just going to affect kids. It's affecting adults, too. And it sounds like it's going to cost a fortune to monitor. Plus, there will probably be court battles. It's just a waste of taxpayer money, in my opinion. Hmm. So I guess we'll have to see what but it looks would, like. Would that be something, though, After if they really did that three from three years from now? Just the world is flourishing. Every, peace on earth really does happen. <laughs> Social media was really bringing everything down. Yeah. And we see such a major change. Puppies and rainbows oh, I, and unicorns it, and birds be burdened. It's, it's raining chocolate? What? <laughs> what, a, just, what a beautiful world. It looks so magical. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> All because they got rid of social media. I kid. I'm doing a bit. Jorge <laughs> said, I would rather have my kid... Do the social media gaming than drugs or alcohol. And I guess that would be one of his points. Saying, okay, as a parent, I don't have that choice anymore because this is taking the choice out of the parents' hands. And honestly, they say it's like your kid smoking, drinking, or gambling. Well, I already got my kid gambling. <laughs> Legal in Florida. Legal in Florida. So... You know, look, my friend or my my son uses his uh, social media to connect with his friends. And I don't know all of his friends, but I'd rather have him in my house on that. And I do kind of, you know, poke around, see what he's doing, what he's looking at. And it's it's sports stuff. And he's talking to his friends and they're playing video games. Look, I I got no kids. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. I I just (laughs) think I think if you're the parent, if you constantly communicate with your kid, if I had a kid, I would just I would say, look, social media is out there. There's good and there's bad. And we want to have balance with it. And Maybe check in with your kid. Hey, what are you checking out on social? I'm not saying they're going to be yeah. honest with you, but talk about it. Communicate a little bit more and explain the bad side of it. Explain the good side of it. Yeah. My son, whenever he's on, I'll sneak up behind him every time and I look first, see what's on his screen, see what's going on. I mean, honestly, I think if you if the brain does anything for too long, you start getting all wonky and weird. If you sit down and watch TV for 18 hours a day mm. and that's all you do, you start there's a depression that kicks in. I mean, mm. there's good and bad. You just got to figure out the way to, yeah. you know, balance it out. Yeah. But there's a lot of dick faces on social media, too, that mm. just want to make the, you know want to create problems and that's I what you. i would warn my kid about yeah no i, I hear you I, I get there's a lot of issues but i'm just uh still one of those people i'm a big fan of parents being responsible and being up in your kid's stuff and you get to call the shots i i don't i don't personally think it's the same as drinking and smoking like they're trying to equate it to i i personally think that they need to start talking instead of saying kids they need to just start saying adults humans in general right <laughs> need to really talk about social media yeah no doubt One thing we had an interesting revelation about last week was some of the prices now for food delivery. Some places in the country, maybe not South Florida, some places like the Uber Eats Grubhub like that, it's gone up about 26%, or that's now about 20, 26% is about the overall cost you're paying to the driver, then tip, all that kind of stuff. And so we had people that were telling us about the original menu item 
how much it uh, cost there, and then we were trying to guess how much they spent in delivery charges and then the tip. So what was the total bill? And in some instances, it was double the price. And then somebody called out and said, well, you know, the price on the app itself is even more than if you just go into the restaurant. And Alex said, you know, I was listening to the after the show from Friday and I own a local sub shop and almost half of our business is done with virtual orders. About a third of our business is through DoorDash and Uber Eats. These companies charge us 30% to be on the platform. Wow. Yeah. So they're charging the restaurants. They're charging the consumer. These apps of convenience are definitely taking advantage of the situation. Just know when you order food from an app. It's going to be expensive. It's got to be more than you do if you go pick it up yourself or if you go make it yourself. Or call the restaurant directly and try to get delivery. Have you guys ever had a situation where you love the food of a place, but the people that work there are just dicks? But you're going, gosh, I hate dealing with them, but their food is so good. Oh, wow. Like, like, Nazi like I, don't want, I don't want to talk to this guy, mm. but uh, okay. he makes great crust. Okay. Yeah. No. no. If that was the case, I would be able to write them off very quickly. And it's a dilemma I am going through, mm-hmm. and it's. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex said uh, it's 5% for marketing, 1.5% for credit card transactions. And if a customer claims that their food is incorrect or didn't arrive, they do not compensate for these items, or in most cases, full orders. We've tossed around many different ideas for us to keep our menu prices the same in store as they are online. Unfortunately, this is the best way to ensure that we can stay in business. We have a 20% markup on these platforms, and we eat the additional cost. With food costs at 30%, labor at 15%, delivery services at 35%, there's no money left to pay the rent and electricity and insurance. Yeah, there's some restaurants I look at and I go, how the shit are they even... How can they even keep their lights on at their house where they live at? There's no one ever in there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. I mean, how much money would you have to make per... If you were just a regular restaurant, what do you have to clear in a night to really feel like you're not getting screwed over? It depends what your overhead is. I've heard of people paying like tens of thousands of dollars a month just for the rent. I know. In a high traffic spot. Like, I've, had, I've had a few whoa. people try the restaurant thing and it just ended terrible for them. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just, it, it's, it's, it's a chance you got to take. Everybody thinks they can do it and even the professionals flop. Right. Well, what I didn't realize, like anything, restaurants, they gain fans. They, they get, if you start to get stale as a restaurant, people are start stop going to you. you Everybody to, likes the new, fresh, uh, shiny, fancy thing. You got to get promotional and stunty with it on some stuff. You do. Alex, I hope this uh, sheds some light on the situation. You can see why restaurants are charging more. I, I do get it. I, I understand how tough it is to stay in business, and it's a... It's a balancing act, and, you know, hey, if you want to pay for food delivery, then you pay the cost. That's just how it works. So it is a luxury. Grant said there are eight limited-time ice cream flavors at Publix now. Things like Banana Foster. Ooh, I love Banana Foster. Oh, that's good stuff. I can make that for you. Oh, You ever had it made? I have not. I don't, it sounds kind of difficult to make. Are you sure you're up for that? Do you think you can do that? It has to be fresh prepared, and it's a flambe dish. I just oh, t- I hear a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> you you pour a very potent alcohol into your pan with your butter, your brown sugar, and your slices of banana. You pour like a 151 rum, and then you light that shit on fire. 
I poured a little bit too much rum one time. Not you. Me and my brother-in-law were fucking around in the kitchen, and we poured too much 151 in the pan, and a fireball came off of this banana's foster, and him and I both jumped back like, oh, shit. I mean. So if you want me to come in here and make it, I'll make that shit. Look. A, a real a real life witch making fireballs. I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas fostered the legit way is so fun to make. Gonna do that in studio. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. I think she should. <laughs> but we need a little danger in the studio. I agree. We're not spicy enough these days. Let's 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 bring some fucking fireballs in here and and fireball. Is it gonna be like <laughs> a grilled cheese party except with death? Instead of knocking the station off, I'll knock one of you off. The yeah. grilled cheese party that, if you don't know what we're talking about, there is stuff on our TikTok that goes through that whole dilemma. Virginia turned off the radio station for about two hours. <laughs> but that grilled cheese, though. Oh, oh yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it hit. You can always make up for ratings. Can you make up for lost grilled cheese? No, you can't. No, you, you made the right move. <laughs> There's also a New Orleans caramel praline. Oh, yeah. Brown sugar ice cream with swirls of thick caramel and crunchy praline pecans. There's a peanut butter pie that they've got with swirls of Mackinac peanut butter cookie ribbons. Mackinac. Mackinac and chocolate-flavored pieces. A strawberry shortcake, a vanilla shortbread cookie. Short cookie. Right there. (laughs) Everybody loves a little short cookie in their mouth. You're making me hungry and horny. There you go. (laughs) Everything you want and need right there. Very nice. Uh, got some other emails here. Christina said, my boyfriend and I were watching Griselda on Netflix pretty much all weekend. We're so into it, loving it. Sofia Vergara was great, such a great actress. I'm kind of with you, though. The series uh, does not do Griselda justice. I mean, when the F did she ever cry about killing an MFer? She was a ruthless bitch. Please read this on the ATS. I've been an avid listener for almost 25 years. Thank you very much, Christina. Yeah, there there were some things about the story that uh, wasn't quite uh, on point, but overall, it was it was good. It was a good watch. All about it. Oh, well, man, it sounded like it was kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah, I well, zero desire to watch it now. It sounds like they didn't really portray her as hard as she actually was. They they missed some things that were very important to it. I I thought that her upbringing, having an alcoholic mother that beat her, was very important. Her at fourteen being on the street. Turning to prostitution, they didn't really show that. And then they left out everything about the mentoring Pablo Escobar. It is pretty crazy how... And when, then, you know, she killed, her, her first murder, she was 11 when she blasted somebody in the head with a gun. So that put that in there. I mean, that to me, that establishes who she is. Right. A, a person who murdered someone at 11, they're not going to get shook the way Sofia Vergara was. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I killed I shouldn't do this. It's just not morally right. That's, yeah. that's not what Griselda's going to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just crazy, though, when little kids are born in that terrible environment and everyone's like oh my gosh you feel so bad for the kids they're going to turn out to be you know terrible monster people and then when they become adult and they are that monster all that forgiveness seems to be gone yeah and then it's off with the head i know it just it just for me it's a weird thing you feel bad you feel bad and then all of a sudden i don't feel bad why should that stop where is that cut off especially if you're in a situation that you never knew was terrible you were born in an awful situation she had to 
survive. See, no, I'm not. I'm not defending right. her by any means, but I'm just. It's no. odd. To, well, that's we, why you have society to society has forgiveness until a certain point. And they're like, "Fuck you." Your parents can really fuck you up. They can. We were all made to be a certain way based on our upbringing, and it's a big part of it. And yeah, so for them to have ignored that and not start with that. That's a disservice to the character. Well, if you heard a story about a 10-year-old girl being forced to do all this stuff, and you're, you're talking about uh, Griselda as a kid, everyone's like, oh my gosh, what a terrible story. What a terrible story. Yeah. She grows up 10 years later. She's a fucking monster, and if you see her, you're going to kill her. She's the worst person. I know, right. Yeah, it's it is odd, yeah. Canadian Bacon said, yeah, well, you know, Sofia Vergara, she's got to maintain her image as an actress, and that's why I don't think she should have taken on the role. She was trying to make that move. I can do good acting, serious. I, look at me. Oh, yeah. Modern family's over. Yeah. And she was she was good. I mean, she, she showed that, but it just wasn't the... And I know she's Colombian, and okay, this is it. But, you know, she could have been in it without being Griselda. People have a tough time getting bigger roles when they are such a beloved she was a main character on that yeah. show that had quirks right. and when people see her she's legitimately very funny they look at the but they see yeah. modern prop family is it was it problems family <laughs> what is it called modern family but they, they it's kind of like gary coleman trying to get jobs after yeah they saw nothing but arnold like uh your boy george uh, george costanza jason alexander he talked about struggling because people just saw him as George. Yeah. He nailed it. He did it. a great job. But it's, it's tough. It's like almost you kind of uh, cursed well, by. Typecast. That, yeah. That's, that's the ultimate. You look at Tom Hanks, started in buddy comedies and all that, and then get serious. And Will Smith has gone that route. And Robin Williams. And people, they are of a higher esteem than people who just do one either drama or comedy. If you can master both. And. It's it's like you are at that next level. Yeah, and people can do it. I absolutely. I, I just think yeah. some people do it better than others. They do, and it's it's you know fewer and far between. But that's probably what she was thinking. She's like, here's here's my time to show I can show my range, and then everyone's hating on the movie. It yeah, because I mean. She- they did not make her look like Griselda. She looked hot. That's uh, <laughs> They changed her face a, a good bit. Her face did look very different. But I don't think they had the same kind of body type. You can, you can really <laughs> no. mess up the movie if the makeup's not there. I love the Johnny Depp movie, Blow. Oh, but yeah. Towards the end, they make him older, and the makeup just, you go, guys, I could have done a better well, makeup Well, that's why job. they give awards for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they do. They have awards for all that stuff. Well, and you can see why. You take, you, it takes They're you out of... the same, yeah. You, you all of a sudden don't believe the movie now. Right. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, because you can't help be like, that doesn't look right. Uh, Gregory said, Kevin, check out the Run DMC story on Peacock. It's very good. Yeah, I was reading today, you know, Jam Master Jay, who was the DJ for Run DMC, you know, he was killed in his studio... I think it was all the way back in like 2002. It was a long time ago now. I forgot how long ago it was. But the story I was reading today was that, yeah, he got into uh, selling cocaine to make ends meet. Apparently, really? the run DMC wasn't paying all the bills. And so, yeah, he would. He was just kind of dabbling just enough to get by and he would get a kilo or two and just kind of. You know, but I think that's ultimately what did him in. Somebody came in and just blasted him in his studio, and it had to do with his dabbling in the drug game. The other thing, too, is if if you're one of them bands that is aging and you're not, everyone on the band's got to be on the same page. If one or two of those guys are like, we don't want to rap right now, yeah. and, he's, and that's his way of making money, then 
You, you sell cocaine. I'm not saying that you have to do that. Yeah, but no, that's that's got to be tough. You think of a lot of bands that are like that. They're waiting on a, a member. You're in sync, and you're like, hey. Uh, <laughs> Joey Fatone's slinging rock. Uh, well, I don't know. I hope not, but I mean, who knows? I mean, you got to do something else because you're right. You Hey, what you made in a boy band 20 years ago when they pretty much owned your ass and you didn't have a very favorable contract, yeah, that money's not probably a lot of it still around. There's bands, I think, if they're honest with each other, going, we're probably not going to get on the charts, y'all, but we still have a fan base. If everyone keeps it together, they can make their living and stay a musician for the rest of their life. Bare Naked Ladies, they're not really that popular anymore. I mean, I know they're beloved in Canada. They had their run in America. They're beloved in here. They had a small run in America, but they have enough fans to, they're able to die and make a good living as musicians. They never have to go work yeah. at the mall. Because they were honest with themselves. Right. Yeah, there was a story last week about Live Nation. I think it was $80 million they were going to pay the Talking Heads to get back together and do a tour because they've got that tribute album that's coming yeah. out for them. I was thinking about REM too. You know, they just kind of, eh, they just walked away from it and I was like... Conflict in the band, man. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know why they just... I know their... I think it was their uh, drummer got a brain tumor, and so he kind of, you know, stopped for a little while. But yeah, the rest of the band... I mean, R.E.M. probably could still go out there, and in 91, 92, man, they were on top of the world. They were maybe the biggest pop band on the planet. R.E.M., absolutely. If they got back together and made a big deal about it and did it right, yeah. their core audience would be jacked up about it. And, if they, and they have to make good music, too, along with it. It can't be shit. Yeah, but they've got enough classics that they could just tour off that for right now. They don't Agreed. necessarily need... You know, new music. I mean, Journey. They don't even have the... the what, they uh, haven't done anything uh, since Steve uh, Perry. Arguably one of the best yeah. singers who come out of music from the 70s and 80s yeah. isn't even in the band anymore. Right. And they still are fucking rich from being in Journey. And not any new music. And no... Thank God. <laughs> uh, they did try. They just just like, you think they need him? I'm kidding. Steve, we need you. Well, I remember when you said you were talking about new releases coming out, and you had said Brian Adams has got a new album yeah. dropping today. I go, Kev, you excited uh, on any level? Not at all. Well, that's yeah. That's just a weird thing. That's why the I know you were very excited about the Billy Joel because you are. There's there's a reluctance to well, that delivered. And it delivered. Yeah. Brian oh, Adams. Yeah. I, I listened to his album, and uh-huh. it almost sounded like he was doing a version of himself. Mm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good. Brian Adams. You were right to... Uh, when you yeah. said, I don't want to check it out. I checked it out that day uh-huh. to see if it if there was a, a summer of 69 type More of song. More than not, nine times out of ten, thrown out Virginia stat, that, that, really is, <laughs> that really is it. People who... I don't know what it is. I don't know if they had a, a groove or what it was where they were just... Couldn't miss for five to ten years and then they take it's 10 15 20 years later and it's just not well that sound right that's why I will say Ozzy Osbourne though he's still when he comes out with new music it is still pretty much in pocket it's not look at his team his manager is a fucking monster she yeah she will take she will well, fight for us he always had the best musicians and I've heard a lot of them in fact um uh, you're a guy from uh, formerly from Metallica 
Virginia. That's where I'd heard him. Jason uh, Newstead. Jason Newstead. He was playing bass for Ozzy for a little while. And I, he worked on one of Ozzy's albums. I think Jason moved away. He used to live in Jupiter Inlet Colony. Oh, but yeah? He's not there anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was him that was saying he worked on one of Ozzy's albums. And he said, we feel a responsibility for what Ozzy's meant to our genre to prop him up and make sure this doesn't suck. Yeah. So he would have the best musicians and they would be like, Ozzy, this has got to be rah, rah. And, you know, so they we would. We make sure Ozzy never sucks. Yes, and he's had the same guitarist forever since the mid-80s, Zach Wilde, and the, the guy's just phenomenal. Yeah, there, there's ways to do it, mm-hmm. and some people do it great. Motley Crue, they don't do it so hot. And, I, I, <laughs> and it's not anybody's fault other than Vincent Neal. Yeah, they, they came out with a few albums after they kind of did their thing. It was okay. It was C compared to where they were knocking out in the mid-80s, some A's. But what I'm saying is they could, and they, they still do, they still do concerts and stuff, but they could be a better band than what they are. I mean, Vince well, Neal. Vince doesn't take, he doesn't take it seriously. He doesn't, you got to take care of your body. You have to be like an athlete. When you are a musician like that, taking care of your voice and your body, like Duran Duran, they take it seriously. They really, they have to watch what they eat and exercise and do all that kind of stuff. They and look good. They do. So, but they take it. That's to me. That's respecting your audience. That's what pisses me off about Vince Neils. He clearly doesn't respect the audience or himself. And there's a funny clip of it. And it's a real clip. Of, yeah, oh, yes, again, I'm going back there. Don't debate. Like, that's his it's voice. A joke. It's, it's a joke. It's, it's terrible. I, I couldn't. You're an idiot if you pay to see them. Yeah, I, it's it, it's not good. And I'm not hating to hate. I'm, I'm hating because it legit is shit. Hmm. A uh, quick thing, Kelsey had written about uh, Taylor Swift, which she said, I just want to let you in on some Swifty lore about the upcoming album. She announced that this album, Tortured Poets Department, will be coming out April 19th. This album will most likely be unsavory for her ex, Joe Alwyn, who is British. When they were happy, she wrote London Boy on the Lover album about him. Well, anyway, if you're wondering what else happened on April 19th in history, it was the first day of the American Revolution against Britain. Not only that, but it's also <laughs> National Cat Lady Day. And yes, Taylor Swift is a big self-proclaimed cat lover. Coincidence? We think not. So I do love she does so many inside little She's declaring love. war on Britain. So this guy's like, he's already, the story today about him is like, it would be really uncool of her to blast me. Whatever. On this album. but Don't I, be a dick when you're dating her and then she won't blast you. She love her some Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Her and Taylor Lautner have a great relationship. Relationship. They're still friends. There's Kevin. no drama because he didn't do her dirty. Kevin, yeah. you're not allowed to say anything bad about I'm just speaking the truth. Oh, I just think this motherfucker going to have a bad year. This <laughs> motherfucker's going to have a bad year because he deserves to have a bad year. Well, Act like a dick that. and get treated like a we dick. We don't know what he did. Oh, man, he's a dick. We heard the podcast. Yeah. We I, saw I just can't the believe things. all these relationships and... Taylor Swift's never done anything terrible in a relationship. It's Not always one bad level. guy after another. Not to the Joe Alwyn level. You never dialed in a bad podcast ever? That you regret? Nah, this, one's, this one's not great. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying. People have bad moments. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a Joe Alwyn fan from what I've heard. And here's the funniest part. I don't even know who the fuck you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, man. All righty. Well, thank you for all the emails. Send them to us. Mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all have an unbelievable day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.